0: back, Six Pack it, and today, the OG, the OG, the original gangster, Randy Cook is back, and uh, how you been, Randy, how's, how's training going, for anyone listening, we, we're, we're prepping for the Canadian Raw Nationals, with an eye on the prize for the Arnold Classic,
1: I'm very happy with this indent in the chair, I think Paul's making it, it seems a lot smaller than my ass,
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a little fry, he's a small fry, same height? 50 pounds difference in my ass groove in the chair. <laughs> Same height, 50 pound difference. And actually, you guys are both debated who's taller. Yeah, well, half half an inch, quarter inch. Who's
1: got the lifting shoes on? That's
0: right. But definitely a different size individual. Um, how you been, man? Training's going good. Training's going good.
1: I feel pretty good right now. I'm excited for nationals. Uh, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be one of my better days. Looks like it. Yep.
0: And. Um, Obviously, depending on what happens at nationals, we've got international competitions floating around. Yep. Yeah. Ca- Things seem to be moving pretty good. I'm excited. And uh, today we have and Sammy Calhoun, yep. who we had originally interviewed back in our YouTube days. Yes. Yes, it was back then. And a lot has happened since then. At the time, uh, Sam was an up-and-comer. And at the time, the, the rivalry with Sam, <coughs> excuse me, was Chris and Dunsmore. And they were pushing each other, and for like three meets straight, you know, just winning on body weight, and it was neck and neck. And um, my mind had times to change. Sam is really coming to, so is Chris and Dunsmore, who, who's a national champion as well, but Sam is really coming to her own, um, defeated... The greatest 63 kilo lifter of all time and is now the champion and before that silver medal at the world's already a world championship experience, world record deadlift, the greatest deadlifter we've ever seen 63 kilo and has all the momentum in the world on our side and a lot of hype and just a, we're talking maybe a year difference, a year and a bit difference between the two interviews. How quickly shit changes, eh? Yeah. It's uh, just that youth.
1: I mean, she's, she's that up-and-comer. She's got that, got that drive right now. I mean, there's, there's so much bush behind her to, to do what she's doing. There's something every now and then in
0: sports, in all sports, someone's on the uprise, upswing, and you get a feeling.
1: Yep. I'm pretty sure if people were to go back and listen to, to multiple episodes, it's been mentioned quite a few times. There's a feeling that we said she's she's there. It's coming. It's just a matter of time before. Mm.
0: I don't you don't know when, but there's a feeling that she's got next. When is next? You know, Jen's gonna be like, look not yet. And that's Jen's role. She has to be the not yet. And keep pushing. Yeah. You know, eventually. You know, eventually. But not yet. But um, around Sam, there's that feeling. You know, that when, when she's on her A game and she's putting it together. You know, uh, uh, so I'm excited. I want to hear what she says, uh, both about, you know, the, Nash, the the world champion, like the Arnold Classic from last year, the world championships, you know, the Nationals the year 2017, where she was taking L's against John T- Jen Thompson. And, um, and then to, f- to have the performance she did at the Raw Nationals and to have finally defeated, you know, the 63-kilo GOAT. You know, and, and how, she, how she feels if there's a shifting, you know, or if she feels, you know what, it's not, I'm, I'm not looking past her yet. You know, this, this, we're neck and neck. Yeah, I want to hear what her, her, uh, next goals are. What yeah. She, what she's,
1: what's next in line? What's, what's she targeting? What she want to do? You know, is it, is it world records? Is it, is it just to win the worlds? What she's actually got in mind and what she's hoping for? Because we,
0: um, there was a lot of chatter after the world championships last year of, you know, she didn't pull for the win. You know, which was it too much too soon in terms of, look, she's going against the greatest? That, it gets in your mind. And Jen said to herself, you know, you don't want to give these, these up-and-comers hope. You know, sometimes you got to make them almost resign to defeat. Even if, if victory is within grasp, you almost have to convince them. Um, but it's going to be tough doing that after the Raw Nationals. Like you, you just grow further and further. And it only increases the stakes because Jen is now backing down. And now I think Sam ain't backing down. You know, so, so the showdown is going to be epic proportions. Yeah. We shouldn't keep everybody waiting. We no. should get
1: Sam on here. Yeah,
0: let's, let's, let's get it going. Get Sam's take. With no further ado, Sam Calhoun. So we have with us today U.S. champion in the 63-kilo class, which probably is the toughest class to win.
1: I would say so.
0: <laughs> I would say so. Uh, Sam Calhoun, Sam, how you doing? It's been a minute since we talked, and a lot of things have happened.
2: It has been a while. I think uh, right after twenty seventeen RAW Nationals. That's right. Is the last time we spoke. Yeah. And
0: and since twenty seventeen, a couple things have taken place. A couple things yeah. have taken place. Some things have changed, my friend. So let's um uh, let's bring the people catch them up to up to date a little bit. So um, twenty seventeen. Um, is the Nationals, Jen Thompson had made her comeback. She had missed missed the World Championships 2017 due to an injury, and she she kept the cards close to her chest how bad it was, right? Yes. That's what she was saying. Um, Then came back 2017, big battle. It was you, it was Kristen Dunsmore, who you guys had a great rivalry with. Um, Mm -hmm. Obviously, Jen Thompson and uh, Meg Scanlon, was yeah. in that one who was also a 50, who is now a 57 kilo class champion. So when you look at that, like your, your weight class is so stacked. Those ladies I just said, you got Jen Thompson, who's a GOAT. You got yourself, who's a national champion. You got Meg Scanlon, who's now a national champion. Mm-hmm. And Kristen Dunsmore, who's now a national champion. <laughs> like it's, that's what I'm saying. In terms of like like a, a, a body weight class to fall in, you, you know, it's a tough yeah. one. So um, in that national championships, um, Jen came back, took the win, but you were close enough and had uh, were able to also make that world team. Right. Coming off those nationals, so we're leading into the world championships, um, and we seen you unveil a package at the Worlds with a whole lot of potential. And I remember thinking after those world championships, I think we see something. Even though Jen took the W, it was almost a bit of a preview. You know, you had some stuff in the tank, and um, so let's talk about A, the prep leading to the Worlds, and then B, the World Championships themselves, and we'll, we'll take it from there. But how is the prep leading to Worlds? Was it the same
2: old, same old? Have you been making any changes? It's typically the same old, same old. Yeah, you know, no. My preps don't really change too much. Um, I think the thing that really changes from prep to prep is my mindset. And what chip I have on my shoulder at the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So coming off, coming off of Nationals, getting second again, you know, I, I had that chip on my shoulder. I uh, did well at Arnold's, but she did she did even better at Arnold's. So not only did she make her comeback, she got better. Yeah. You know, so so I definitely had that riding on me the entire prep, which makes for an exciting training cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I also had a uh, strain in my groin leading up to whirls. So I had that floating over my shoulders. But other than that, I had a really
0: good prep. When the strain like that happens, did you have to like decrease your numbers leading into it and not lifting as heavy as you would have wanted to? Right, yeah. And how yeah. does that affect you? So it's interesting because when I had Jen on here and she's obviously like suffered some injuries here and there as well, it's always intriguing to me because like as a lifter as well, when you're used to, let's say, well, leading into this last prep, when I hit this squat, hit this dead, I was hitting these triples, these doubles and leading into when you're in the current training cycle and you can't hit those numbers and you have to pull back.
2: Does that mess with you mentally? I Me, mean, like, is
0: my squat going to go down the day of?
2: Well, luckily this happened like, uh, towards the beginning of the training cycle. Mm. So when the numbers were really get heavy, i was able to hit them. Yeah. Yeah. So fortunately, you know, mentally I was there. Yeah. And I have anything to like second guess. So that was the, the good part about
0: it. And leading sure. it and in going into the world championships because it's your first world. Um, at the very least with the US nationals because it's so uber competitive. I like it's the most competitive nationals, I think, in the world, and that's safe to say. And some people actually believe the national championships can be tougher than the world championships to win, just because all of the US's is best is there at the world's yes. You take them all off, or maybe you know from two down, you take off. But going into the worlds, did it feel any different? Was there any because it's the world stage? You're traveling to a different country. No.
2: No, it felt the same. Yeah, I mean, I mean when you compete against Jim Thompson, yeah, who is the best in the world, yeah, you know, you I've competed against her probably like four four times now. Like the world meet is just another meet that you have another chance you have to. Compete against her. You yeah. Know what I mean, so it would be different if she wasn't uh, in the U.S. and I was going to face her
0: internationally.
2: Yeah. Then it would be a different experience. You know if what? That makes sense.
0: Yeah. No, I think that totally makes sense. It's almost like, um, I don't want to oversell Jen Thompson. I was about to say. Like if you were if you were in a tournament, I was gonna compare to Ali. Maybe that's a little little heavy because I'm a huge Ali fan. But I mean, if you like are sparring with Muhammad Ali all the damn time, you're not that. You, whatever you go to the world title, it's all right, man. You've been sparring with Muhammad right. Ali. Your confidence, like, what are you gonna show me? I've seen it, right? right? So you're all good. But um, yeah, I could see that. Now leading into those worlds, um, there was a little bit like a whole lot of focus on some of the other competitors, like. Uh, Isabella von Weisenberg dropping down. Uh, Maria T from Canada, who's a phenomenal squatter. And then Horn, who had won the uh, 2017 World Championships in Jen's absence the year before. So there's a little bit of a mix. Um, Leading into that, were you at all paying attention to, because I spoke with Jen about this as well, you know, the weight cutting from Isabella, there was such a focus. What's that? Wasn't Milligan in Not in the world, no. Um, But there was such a focus on Isabella's and what, it was like a question mark because she looked lean as shit, but, and was hitting big numbers, yeah. but it was like, yeah.
2: what is I had to stop following her on Instagram. Like, you yeah. have to her on Instagram. No joke, yeah. I, I unfollowed her because every week she would post something ri- ridiculous. Yeah. yeah now, even was. though she was like three kilos high, like above weight, it was still it was like, wow, every week you're posting, like even if you took 10% off those numbers. Yeah. You're still
1: crazy numbers. Yeah, yeah. she was at like yeah. one one percent body fat and hitting PRs it, on the regular, like every freaking it was, day.
2: It was really so. That's
0: the th- so. Initially, I was like, I don't know. Usually, when you get that lean, that lose that much body weight, it's your strength's got to come down. Like it just does, right? So I was expecting that. And like you, and I think like a lot of people, which helped build the hype, which is good. Um, it seemed like she was hitting PRs though. Oh yeah. She was, she was hitting while, PRs. Wow, wow, like so lean she could take the stage for a bodybuilding show.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and it was like, um, I, I understand, so initially I was skeptical. And then as it started rolling through, she's getting leaner, leaner, weights going up and up. I was like, my God, you know, what's gonna happen at the Worlds? It's, it was go- like, I was yeah. already uber hyped. Um, but cause you got Jen Thompson, you got yourself, you got like, it's Ooh. just a murderer's row. Then Maria T's coming down. We got Horn defending her title. Um, it was a whole lot of hype around it, but, uh, I talked to Jen about it and she said she was from the get go a little apprehensive on whether or not she thought Isabella would make, make the water cut and make the weight. Did you at all, were you worried about that? Or how was the vibe around you? Because she's described the weigh-ins. All you girls were there and were like,
2: what the, what's going on? Like, it's so much drama, right? It felt like it was in junior high, and we was, like, all huddled up, like, gossiping yeah. about what was happening. Because it was like, we had, like, 20 minutes left of Weigh-In, and she still hadn't show- shown up. Yeah. So we're all like, where is she? They called her name. She's no show. And I think she finally came at the very last minute to yeah. Weigh-In, and obviously she didn't make it. But I was hoping she would make it. Yeah, absolutely. I wanted her to make it. It's like, good for the sport. She was what,
1: yeah. half a kilo off, 500 grams or something like that? I it? think it was like
0: 0. 0.4. Very, yeah, it wasn't crazy. It was like a pound. Yeah. It wasn't crazy, but she was so dehydrated. Um, she was sad that she missed weight. Someone made her laugh to cheer her up. I don't know if you've seen it. She posted and her ab <laughs> like tore off. It was cramped up and it looked like something was trying to poke through her stomach and, and escape her body. It was crazy. Yeah. Like, I don't know how she would have performed, but. In in terms of drama, it was right up to the last yeah. minute, and and you're absolutely right in terms of um, if she would have lifted, if she would have made it, the hype around her, like in Sweden, she had mainstream yeah. sponsors, um, and the hype around it would have made it just that much more. Oh yeah. But it made a little bit of flavor drama to it. Were you at the point like um, retelling you something? I, I can't I can't focus on that right now. I gotta focus on myself, but it's it was such a storyline,
2: right? Yeah, it was actually it was actually good because like for I know for us it probably made like the the stress levels kind of decrease a little bit because yeah. we had something else to focus on. That's true. And talk about yeah, you know. So even though me and Jen have like this tension of like that's my competitor tension, yeah, we still had something in common to talk about. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know what I mean? So we could talk about Isabella, yeah. and it kind of distracts us from the. Well, we're about to face the next hour
0: or so. Yeah, which is the world championships. Right. <laughs> um, in terms of like, for sure, the magnitude of competition level wouldn't be overly drastic because you always got Jen. And you had to, you had to face Jen several times, like you had said before. But in terms of the magnitude of significance of the title itself and how it changes, you know, when when you're a kid on, it doesn't matter what sport you're in, and you dream that big dream, it's like man, the world championships. Right. Were you, did that at all the night before or anything, were you starting to tell yourself, oh shit, this, if I got a good day, this, this, no one takes that from
2: my name, world champion. Did that start sinking in at all? I try not to think about it. Yeah. I, I try not to think about it. Yeah, cause, cause then you, even though the positive thoughts run through, the negative thoughts also run through. Like what if I get up there and I can't squat? That's yeah. my biggest fear. Like, yeah. what if I literally can't squat? Yeah, it's, that's my biggest fear. I always forget how to lift. It, it, <laughs> it is
0: true that um, even if it starts positive and you start going down that path, yeah, thinking if you if you start indulging too much, then the doubts start coming. Yeah. so sometimes you better pull back and just not think about it at all. Just do oh, yeah. do your job like any other day. Mm-hmm. Um, in the warm-up room, when you guys are out back and you got all the different nations from all over the world there. And you're about ready to rock and roll. What what are your thoughts at that point?
2: Well, it's crazy though, because like me and Jen's share the, the same warm-up rack. I'm like, uh-huh. how am I gonna share the same rack as my <laughs> number one competitor? Yeah. Like that's it just is such a crazy like dynamic. Like we're going back and forth during warm-ups.
0: Yeah, that would be and you know and you're almost <laughs> and you're almost like, I don't know if I would like that. And you're almost <laughs> and then you're almost competing in warmups. You know what and I mean? Like building, you're like, I'm taking a fucking bigger jump than her. <laughs> right? Building,
2: you know? building
0: hype at one point. Yeah. After getting the stretch going. Yeah, you're like,
2: shit, this is weird. No kidding, it's like, eh? It's all fun in games since you start, like, repping out my third attempt on bench. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
0: You're like, I seen you see what I put on my opening. You don't got to rep that shit eight times. What are you doing? <laughs> right? Yeah, no kidding. It would be a whole other dynamic, wouldn't yeah, it? Though. And then, obviously, um, it's for anyone who doesn't know, when it comes to the handling, the U.S. team, do they split the handling job? So she has her own handlers, you have your own handlers, and you you actually go, like, they don't discuss and make, like, okay, well, it's going to be her day today. You go on full-on trying to beat each other. And right. it's, it's like you're two opposing nations. Almost. So I had
2: Matt and Susie, and she had Donovan and Arian. So her husband. her husband and Arian. Yeah. I uh, took care of her, and Matt and Susie took care of me.
0: Yeah, who usually do handle you anyways?
2: Matt and Susie, yeah. Yeah,
0: and Matt, mm-hmm. in terms of your handling, um, I swear, like I've said this like for all the these world, like the, the nationals and, and whatnot, they get every last freaking kilo out of you. I remember you went nine for nine one year, and my God, <laughs> like every third attempt was a grinder, and if a snowflake fell on that bar, it might've been too much. <laughs> like they, they picked it yeah. dead, or it yes. got the most out of you that day, whatever it was. So yeah, going into worlds, you be like, let me bring Matt and Susie with me. Um, yeah. So as the day is going and you guys are squatting, um, I believe if I'm not mistaken, did she squat first and miss first in terms of Jen? I think uh, she missed.
2: Yeah, right. she missed her second attempt. Uh, third attempt on squats.
0: Yeah. And when or do you pay attention when people are missing lifts? Do you watch? Or are you like, I, I don't want to see it.
2: I try not to, but I think I seen it. and I was like, oh yeah, this is my day. <laughs> See, and that's when I fucked up. Yeah. That's when I messed up. And I was like, okay, this. anytime I think that way, like, let's go. This is our time. Yeah. Oh, it just goes downhill. Oh, uh, but yeah, we, so when she fell that third squat, I was like, heck yeah.
0: Yeah, because you, you know what? <laughs> uh, uh, not for nothing, she was on here. When she missed that third squat, she was like, oh, shit. <laughs> she was. She said, oh, no. Cause yeah, you can't miss. You can't miss. And it's funny, um, when, when the competition is this deep, that's what happens, right? Like Horn, who had won the year before, couldn't even get on the platform this year. That's how deep it is. Defending yeah. world champion, you're not even coming on the platform. That's not because she's not good. She's a phenomenal lifter. So when it is that tight, um, you can't miss unless other people miss as well. And it's rare someone goes nine for nine, right? Like that's tough. That's that's harder than, than said. So when I believe, so you missed your third squad as well, correct? Uh-huh. So but I we, think Maroon T
2: got her third squad.
0: Yeah, and here's the thing. Maria T of all the lists, squat is her best. You want her to, if she's going to miss a lift, you want her to miss her third. Mm -hmm.
2: And she got all three. She got it and I was like, oh God. And that's like the, the, then I was like, okay, well now I guess I should worry about Maria T. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the plot thickens, the (laughs)
0: plot thickens. Is there any, you know, because Maria T obviously is team Canada and it's a different nation. Is it almost like, look, if I got to lose, it's got to be to them another American. Let's we got to collect the points. You know? Right.
2: <laughs> like, let's be a team at a certain level. So, oh yeah. If anyone's gonna beat Jen, it'll be me. I don't want to come in third and then Jen come in second and someone else beats both of us. Yeah. Like yeah, th- yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. So so going into the
0: bench, obviously Jen does what Jen does, um, and and the competition's starting to heat up. When you when you get through the bench, you obviously got a solid bench as well. Um, and you get into the deadlifts, were you at where you thought you'd be at?
2: Well, I never envisioned missing that third squat. Mm. That wasn't a part of my mental game plan. Yeah. You know, you never, like, like I said, you never try to envision failure. Yeah. So when it happens, it's like, oh wow. Okay. So, it, so say I made the third squat and I was still like placed third, like in the, in the rankings. That, that's where I'm supposed to be at.
0: Uh ah, guess gotcha. You know
2: what I mean? Like, cause I'm not the best, I'm not the strongest squatter. Yeah. So I'm always in the bottom of the rankings going into deadlifts. That's where I'm supposed to be. That's where i normally am. Yeah. Uh, but the fact that I'm just at third squat mentally kind of hindered me a little bit. Do, does it, was
0: it because, um, you thought maybe holy smokes, what if, what if it's not, what if the gas isn't in the tank right now or, or not totally gone, but what if I'm just not a hundred? Was
2: it like that? Why? It was the arrogance. Arrogance is not the right word, but I went so many meets going nine for nine. Yeah. You know, it was like I make lifts. Yeah. So the, the fact of like missing the lifts wasn't even in my brain. Yeah. So you know, as long as I execute the lift, I make lifts.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: it's that swagger that kind of like that fire just diminished.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you
2: know, and it wasn't as like pronounced as I'm making a scene, but just that underlying well, you knowing like I can't miss. It's going to rattle you. You know it's, what I mean? That, 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 New thing, especially
1: over. when you've never, never missed one. It's going to rattle you. It's just because you're not used to missing. It's, it's, yeah. You're hitting and hitting and, <laughs> hitting and hitting and hitting. And they may be the biggest fights and look like the worst grinders. But as soon as you miss one, and then it's the effort you just put out on a miss. Because you are grinding when you yeah, miss.
0: Yes, that's the problem. So, and, and it's interesting though. Because um, I've said this a bunch of times too since. You, you, you grow as a lifter. You grow as an athlete, period, no matter what sport. So Jen Thompson obviously been doing this since the 90s. So she's been in all these scenarios already, right? Like miss one, come back, it's all good, yada, yada. And with experience um, comes that kind of confidence, all right, we've been here, done this. Right. So in terms of this situation, bigger picture wise, you, you left the world with a huge amount of experience knowing, you know, knowing, oh. look, I can, miss, I can miss a squat. And as long as I stay in the pocket afterwards, it's not over, like this, right. this game ain't over. So, uh, before we fast forward, because that's kind of a segue to the Nationals where you're just starting to build more momentum and build, coming to your own as a lifter. But before we do so, um, the deadlifts start and you're closing the gap as per usual. Right. And um, coming down to the last deadlift, it's easy. It's 2020 hindsight. Anyone who watches it is going to be like, shit, man, she had more on that deadlift. She could have pulled for the win. But on the flip side, that deadlift was the biggest deadlift we'd ever seen in the U 63 kilo class. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's easy to say, just load it up, pull for the win. But it's also like, if she misses, you know, that we're already in uncharted territory and never seen anyone deadlift that much before ever. And we're talking greats like Kimberly Walford have been a, who great deadlifters who, who are going at it. So it's easy to say 2020 hindsight. Um. So what were you thinking in that situation? Were you telling yourself, look it, yeah,
2: well, I'll let you say. What so, you thinking? let's backtrack into to squat. So, my yeah. second attempt squat. Um, Susie wanted to go up two and a half kilos, and I was like, "Nah, we could go up five. I got this." You know, so I convinced her to go up five, even though she was saying two and a half. But I knew it. I knew she was only saying that because how my second attempt looked. Yeah. But I, but I reassured her like, "No, it's fine. I can do five. Let's stick to the." The plan A. Yeah. So when I missed that thirty attempt off a of depth, uh, it wasn't even off strength; it was off execution. I, the 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 go getter died. You know what I mean? So I already played my go getter card. Yeah. You know, you only get a certain amount of go getter cards. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. So it is a lot of things, subconscious things that took place to make that decision to just. Yeah, was there. Yeah. Like know. those
0: little mini battles lost and then it started impacting you how you view right. the game. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And, but, and,
2: but that second attempt was, the second attempt was hard. Mm-hmm. And that second attempt was like baby weight and I'll say, let's load it up. But I had to work for that second attempt. Yeah. So I really couldn't imagine throwing on, throwing on way more than I needed. Mm-hmm. And that third attempt.
0: Um, and you hit it, and you hit it nice, and that's a world record. Did you expect like it was to move like that, or were you like, "Oh shit"? No, I didn't expect it to
2: move like that. Yeah.
0: Was that yeah. just? Do you think it was just the the adrenaline in the moment, knowing this is it, this is history, this is a world record, the biggest, and it's it's not just anyone's world record. It's Kimberly Walford, who's probably the greatest um, deadlifter, one of them, anyways, in the sport of all time. Right. And you're gonna take her deadlift this world record.
2: Oh, yeah, it was a huge moment for me. Like, yes, my goal coming into Worlds was to win. That was number one goal. But outside of that, a huge goal of mine ever since I started was to get that Delta for record. Yeah. You know, I've been chipping away at that for the past three, three years. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, even though I I didn't go for the moment I wanted, that was a good set of Constellation.
0: Yeah. Well, when, <laughs> con- when, when Constellation is the greatest 63-kilo deadlifter of all time, yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, it's a, it's yeah. a tough. We're splitting hairs in terms of performance. It was a phenomenal performance, and um, afterwards, in terms of, like a sporting aspect, watching as a viewer and I as a commentator. So the storyline it, it worked out in a lot of good ways. A, um, Jen Thompson storyline in terms of, like what she's done for the sport and the injury she took, the big comeback, um, yeah. the crazy amount of young lionesses that were in that field was insane. Like I don't think I've ever seen. Uh, a division as stacked as that one. Men or I think it might be more stacked than the 105 men's, debatable, but right up there neck and neck and that was crazy. Right.
1: Well, you look at the, the the talent on that, like it's so deep.
0: I like, it's, just say, it's
1: I, I would say it is more than the 105s because it's... it's
0: you could argue, it might have been the most stacked I've ever seen. Like I've called the last three or four world championships. It might have been the most stacked I've seen of all of them. But it's 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 just so close, like it's it's
1: it's Wilkes and body weight and yeah. like I mean it's 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 to the point. That's how close it yeah. is. It's, and, and, it's, and, and, it's it's who weighed who weighed three ounces less than the other person. World like, champions
0: finish off podiums yeah. and blah blah. blah. So, um, having said that, so you could see the moment in terms of the storyline, Jen Thompson's storyline beautiful. She gets that Disney moment coming back in her early forties um, from an injury that sh- could have ended her. The doctor said this is fifty fifty. You know, I don't know if, what you're going to be like afterwards. And going against that field and getting the win, it was it was nice for her. And and that that's like a beautiful story and very inspirational for everybody. And then on the flip side, it left that like any good movie, if that was her movie ending, the sequel was, you know, the, the seeds of being, oh, shit, but Sam Calhoun. Like everyone, everyone wasn't going to, no one's going to take none away from Jim. But you couldn't help but walk away being like, God damn, Sam looks like, watch out. It looked like that was a perfect setup for the sequel. Right? Yeah. And then um, coming into the nationals 2018, very shortly after just a few months later, um, you got to unveil the package. And it's like a the same Calhoun who's like, there's no gonna be what ifs. There's no gonna be like, we're, we're going head up, we're pulling for the wins. And um, let's talk about that prep. So after that world championships, um, you broke the world record. You got a silver medal in your very first world championships, which is not so. And um and the only person that beat you was Jen Thompson, who's a great 63 kilo lifter of all time. So what were your thoughts immediately looking back at that world before you started the prep for Raw Nationals? And did you have those moments where you're like, you know what? Next time I'm I'm not I'm I'm pulling for the win. Like what were your thoughts looking back?
2: So in the moment in, in the moment of the competition, I was super excited. I was happy. I was happy with my decision. Even after the meet, I was riding as high.
0: Yeah.
2: A few hours later, when people started asking me, why didn't you go for the win? You know, like they started questioning my decision. They're like, whose decision was that? That's when, that's when, like, the, like, what? what? You know, people started asking me, like, I started getting, like, Instagram notifications, like, why didn't you go for the win? Mm-hmm. You know, because at, at no point in time, I questioned my decision. Mm. It wasn't until like other people started questioning the decision, I was like, I didn't think I sold myself short, mm-hmm. but apparently everyone would think I did. So, um, so probably after that meet, I went into like a mini lifter depression. <laughs> you know, like, damn, did I sell myself short? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't like to think of my myself as the type of lifter that I'll sell myself short. Um, so it took me a while to kind of get over that because the main goal was to win. And I didn't give myself the chance to fill that. I thought I was just being a smarter lifter and taking what was there instead of going for broke. Uh, but once I got over that, it it made for a, gr- a good prep. It, it was you know? it
0: like almost like motivation because like you can't buy experience. You can't read. You know, people like one thing good about social media. We all share our information on training, etc. That's great. You read articles. We share information, training right. tips, everything. You can't buy or read or hear about experience. You have to experience it. That's oh, yeah. what, that's what, Je- the, it's perfect storyline. That's what Jen Thompson had leading into that. And that was your first world stop. She's a 10 time world champion. So, so you, you, the, but, what you gained from that experience. There's
1: a, there's a couple things. One is that now you know it's in the tank. You can do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so it's, you're building into the next one and being still a young lifter and coming through. That's a great thing to have. Number two, you also missed your third squad, which you said is a little bit rattling, and you only have so many go-getter cards, right? right. So and now she so, knows. No, I know, but you're yeah. you're gonna chase that. You, can, yeah, I can go for the win, or I could f- fucking miss the record, miss and not even be second. Yeah, ball. Like yeah. I mean, there's you're playing those odds, but at least knowing now, going into the next one, you know, this deadlifts here, this deadlifts here, like you you have so much more confidence coming in. Well, that's just, it sets it, up for the win.
0: It's it's this it's a situation where now you know, like from experience. If I miss a third squat, I could still, I'm still, my deadlift deadlift can pull me against anybody within range. Like, but you only know until you do it, right? So it's one of these, it's tough. And if it wasn't impactful, if you didn't leave being like, holy shit, go through the lifter depression like you did, it wouldn't have impacted you. You know, you you have to, you have to feel that. Jen Thompson, you know, has been in so many moments in her career where she's felt that Come back and, and you know, adjusted. If you never feel that and you're just skating through, like you said, nine for nine, nine for nine, nine for nine, you actually improve. I know it's kind of cheesy and cliche to say, but you learn more from when you don't make it and you have to look back and reevaluate than ever if you're just skating through nothing but W's. You know, so as a oh, yeah. lifter, I think a lot of people thought there's 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 gonna be some more from Sam Calhoun well, coming. They say you learn a lot more when shit's
1: going wrong than when shit's going yeah. right. Well you, like you have to evaluate. Like, What's going yeah. on? What, what what's going on? And it makes you a better person. Yeah, it's going to make you in those situations. Okay, I got this. You're not you're not going to be so
0: rattled. The funny this. thing is, when we say shit go wrong, Silverman at the World Championships. World, this is how tight <laughs> it is. This is how tight it is, right? So, anyways, um, leading into the the Raw Nationals 2018, and this is a quick turnaround in terms of only because your Raw Nationals is like another world's, almost. Okay. Like there's no Marie T, et cetera, but. Is Jen Thompson rematch all over again? And did you have a sense of um, this is this is an opportunity to to right a wrong and
2: and kind of rewrite rewrite how the story ends? Well, now I know. Like coming off of worlds, now I knew oh I could do this. Oh, like, you know, like having to even be in a position to like oh you can pull for the win. I think that was the first time I was ever in that position. You know, knowing in previous nationals, like, to pull for the win, it was like a yo. it would have been a YOLO move. That wasn't a YOLO move. That was just, you know, a couple more kilos. Yeah. So now I know, like, oh, crap, you can, you can legitimately do this. You know? So when I was discussing uh, the game plan with Matt and Susie, I'm like, Matt, don't don't even ask me. Don't ask me. Just put it on the board. <laughs> so don't, don't even give me an opinion, an opinion. Don't ask me what I think. Just do it. Yeah. And that's game plan. You know, like we if we're in a good position and we're seven for eight, eight for eight thus far. just put it on the bar
1: Yeah. Well, if you're gonna put your trust to into, into two coaches, I mean, those people are yeah. the the the, the Gary's, their, their education level on your competition, on yourself, on picking attempts is just next level. A
0: game day handling prep yeah I put my life in their hands (laughs) they got they got that they got a good idea especially with yourself because they've been with you for all these preps all these meets so they know she's grinding now she's good we got it like if if they know you're in the pocket I'm, i'm not even second guessing at all um during that the nationals in 2018 though and it's it's the rematch um are you paying attention to what she's doing or you, like watching if she's hitting squats, etc. Or are you like fuck it, I don't, I don't want to.
2: Jane doesn't post anything. That, that she said that too. She doesn't post, but she and watches she, you guys. she, hate, she yes. doesn't post like she she'll post, post her binge. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And that, but at that point, we all know her bench. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. only going to go up so much.
0: Yeah, yeah, That's true. You know,
2: and she that's said only things she'll post. She
0: said
1: that too. She said, uh. Um, yeah, if you're watching going into nationals, it's going to be like, oh, wow, Jen's son benched some nice benching today. Yeah. Fuck, I got nothing to go yeah. off of. Like, there's nothing here.
0: Are you, um, so going in, was your game plan, uh, similar to Worlds? Like, how much improvement can you make in a few months, do you think? Were you feeling different?
2: My goal is always just to chip away. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And I had a very good prep. Like, I hit some really good gym PRs um on squats and debts i had i was feeling confident like Mm -hmm. i knew if i just executed on game day it would be a good day yeah so as long as my body weight stayed where it should be um i knew i would be good and were you was it different going
0: into nationals in terms of mentally where your headspace was at going into worlds were you almost like you know because you like it was it was a little different going into worlds like jen's a world champion and and leading into deadlifts, et cetera. this time, were you like, you know what?
2: Like you had said, I think this is, did you see yourself as the favorite? Going into Worlds, I was the underdog. Yeah. Yeah, I really, I really had nothing to prove. You mm-hmm. know, I could have just showed up, got third, and people would have been happy. Yeah. Uh, going into Nationals, I think I was the favorite to win. I think the expectation was higher mm-hmm. coming out from Worlds. So I had a little more to prove, which I like. I I love I love listening to you guys' previous sh- previous yeah. shows. I love that. I, I, think, I think
1: you have been
0: Ryan's choice every time what? to win the sixty three. Well, he, he's
2: a JT fan though. That's well, a huge,
0: I'm a huge JT fan as well. But I gotta call it like I see it sometimes.
1: Yeah, but it's I think it's just the the youth and coming through is that you. How much more can Jen really keep gaining? Like that's what we've talked about as as a master and being in it this long. And I mean, she does keep gaining somehow, somewhere, kilo here, kilo there. It's. I think, but I mean, you you have chosen, and I mean, it's because your progress has been so linear. It's coming because through this. you get
0: a like a, a weird feeling watching it, um, yeah. like there's more. You know, like it's coming. You know, you're 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 seeing somebody. This is this is what's cool. Okay, we got an opportunity to see you develop because the raw the raw nationals for us is streamed. Some other nations, they're not their nationals aren't trained. No one watches it anyways, so you don't see somebody develop. You just see them pop up at worlds. Oh shit! Wow, great performance. I see you once a year, so you don't have that. Whereas with Sam, like I could see you like every nationals, and I see you on Instagram, and it's progressing, and it's almost like you see where it's heading. I feel like there's a trajectory um, heading in direction, and the worlds, despite silver, I remember thinking like, you know, it's. I, I see where this I see where this is going. Well, not to put too much pressure. But it's interesting that you had said um, you enjoyed walking in there as the favorite. because uh, a lot of times like we had a discussion with Jen, and sometimes and she was saying, and I kind of agree with her, like sometimes when there's no pressure and it's like people would have been happy with a bronze, like they were saying, and all the pressures on someone else, sometimes you like you with no pressure, <laughs> you're kinda like, hey shit, I you know, it, there's no pressure on me. But on the flip side, Sometimes pressure makes you a little tighter, makes you a little mm-hmm. sharper. It depends on the lifter or the athlete
2: in general, whatever sport. But do you think you prefer you prefer walking in there, the favorite? I think it just depends on where you are, where you are in the moment. Yeah. So coming out, coming from worlds, yes. You know, I I, I needed that because I had that chip on my shoulder. Yeah. You know, so I, I needed that swagger. I needed, you know, I needed that. Uh, so yes, I do enjoy it. Yeah.
1: You believe in what everyone believes in you. Right. It's, it's a hype, right? Like, so people, right. Are say, people are saying you can do it, whatever else. And in your head, you're like, you know what? I can fucking do this. Yeah. Like, it's it's there. <laughs> I just need to listen to these, you know, I, I need to listen to these people a little bit. Well, there's a reason like, why people, people are believe. saying that.
0: Yeah. They see something in you. And um, the, the, there is a flip side. Like, some people, even like Screamer Manuel, um, I think Isabella said, like, uh, when she was on here, there there can be a point where, because there's a lot of hype on, on Isabella as well. Where it's almost like it can be detrimental where you're like, holy smokes, like pressure can create stress and performance anxiety. And then cortisol levels go up and a lot of other things. So it can physically impact you as well. But it's all about placement. Um, But yeah, belief is such a huge, powerful thing
1: um and that sense, though, so i think isabella put a lot on herself though because she was showing them those lean cuts everything's going okay and smashing prs on every other day so she believed her own hype and everyone else is like showing the world that she could do this and then mm-hmm. it was too much i mean we had discussed it we said when it comes time for them last couple kilos like it didn't look like from the picture she had anything to pull out of her body like
0: well, here's another thing not to go on too much about isabella okay no, but, <laughs> but it's such a big talking point in the 63s but um Every time you, like we said about experience, you can't gain experience. I I believe she she, uh, just did one water cut at the Worlds, didn't practice. Um, And the confidence you get with experience and just understanding the procedural, this is how close I got to be, this is how long it's going to take to sweat this out, that out, etc. Because when you're going through stressful situations, cortisol levels go up and your body actually retains water. Um, So even if for nothing else, just doing it enough times that when you do it on the day of, the cortisol levels aren't running at an all-time high, I'm like holy shit, and your body's hugging water, and you're fighting against your own, um, you know, mechanics there. But um, but anyways, yeah. So getting back to this, leading into these nationals, I did feel like I could see how the pressures can work both ways, and you can either be in the pocket and use it to motivate you, because Jen Thompson had even said, leading into the World Championships and then into the nationals, the worst thing you want to give somebody is hope. Yeah. You know, if you <laughs> there, there's, she understands like where she's at in the sport, and uh, you know if she's strong and she's even if she's injured, she's she's you'll never see it on her. She's so tough, you know, and she's so she's rocking the face like oh, I'm coming in, I'm doing my thing. So if you second guess yourself a little bit, game time, and you're you're not sure, you know, and she looks super sure, you know that's where she likes it. But if you again on the flip side through the experience, you start realizing, hold on a second. I might have gave certain people too much respect here. You know, I'm, I'm there, you know, I'm there, this is me. So it it can work both ways. And it's interesting. Sports psychology is something you could go off on. And it's never the same for anybody. Do you ever talk to anyone about, like in terms of mental prep, do you have like any, any more like a a, a mentor or somebody who's been around the game for a long time, or you just figure this out on your own?
2: I just figure it out as I go. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) they are failures. (laughs) It's tough. It's a tough one. But uh, sometimes the best way to do it. So. Walking into the Nationals, um, leading into the deadlifts, and you look comfortable. Uh, in terms of your last dead, oh yeah. you know, <laughs> e- even Jen had said, shit, you know what? That last dead moved pretty good. She was like, this
2: is all right. Oh, I was lifting that. Like, yeah. uh, like, no doubt in my mind. And I was happy when Jen made her third deadlift. I was yeah. super happy because that just built the moment. Yeah. That yeah. built the moment. Yeah, like it probably wouldn't have moved as well. She would have missed her third because you had that little build of oh, adrenaline. Yep. This is this is how the story ends yeah, right this here. Is, this is it. Yeah. So, but then I left with another chip on my shoulder because I now I tied her in body weight. So now the headline is one off of body weight. Yeah, but here's the thing. <laughs> I think I think when people
0: know powerlifting and and, and watch it enough. And I say it every single time as a commentator, you would be foolish to load the bar more than you need to for the win. Nationals, worlds, you solidify the win. This isn't PR time. So I think most like like hardcore fans know, oh you for sure, you have to win on body weight. You'd be crazy to load the bar even a half a kilo more than you need to, right? Um right. so sort of. But here's here's another thing. Do you feel and, and I'm a huge, like you said, I'm a Jen Thompson huge Jen Thompson fan, but um do you feel having leading up to that competition so many times Jen was winning? There's some show you had a rivalry with Kristen Dunsmore, shifted from Dunsmore to Jen Thompson, tough, tough rivalry dance partner to have. And she's winning the Nationals 2017. She's winning the Arnolds. She'd been winning, she won the Worlds, and then coming into here, into the Raw Nationals. Is it that moment do you feel like maybe the passing of the baton, the passing of the torch, like I think I've come into my own. Once I get one W,
2: I'm not looking back. Well, Which one? I, I gotta get to the total total world record, and then the the torch has been passed. Yeah. What, how
0: far off the total world record are you? Uh,
2: I think we tied it. Oh, uh, okay. Well,
0: yes. that's, that's <laughs> half a kilo. I think you got half a kilo in you. Yes. <laughs> Watching that last deadlift, yes. I think
2: you had half a kilo. Are you doing uh, the Arnold Classic this year? I think you are. Yes. Right? So yeah, you got you guys haven't been talking about that. No, so we're, we're all in the grand Prix. So it's like nationals all over again. I can't escape these people. Yeah. So Jen T, Jennifer Millican, Megan Scanlon, Amanda Lawrence, and I yeah. believe maybe Danielle Mello.
0: Wow. yeah, we, we're actually going to do a preview show with Matt Gary. Um, yeah.
2: so we're going to do a preview show for, for sure.
0: Um, so yeah, this is, so you keep jumping in there with the Arnold classic and some people are shying away. Thing is that the schedule's too deep. You like a, a schedule like that big of meets? Cause those that's three huge meets back to back to back to back.
2: It's tough. It's yeah. tough. It, it is tough. It's, it, and the turnaround between Arnolds and Worlds is a quick turnaround. Yes, it is. It is tough. And a lot of the other uh, the other lifters in the, in the
0: other parts of the world don't have to deal with that schedule.
2: Right.
0: So it's one of those deals, but on but the flip side.
2: On the flip side, my main competitor is she's also in the same position I am. Yeah. So, you know, I have nothing to say. Like, oh, I'm doing this meet and I have another meet in three months. Mm-hmm. So does she. Would you, you know, having said that,
0: would you do it if she pulled out? If she was like, I'm going to save it for Worlds because I want to come into Worlds hot. Are you thinking, oh, shit. Would, would you Would
2: you be like, hmm, mom? <laughs> I'll, have, I'll, I'll, put it, I'll give it some thought. I'm like, yeah. You know? you mean-
0: you you, you got to text her and be like, are we doing this or what's going on? <laughs> okay, <laughs> because we're signing these twins now. You jump, I yeah. jump. But let's you jump out, I jump out.
2: I would, I would give it a lot of thought. <laughs> yeah, it would. I, would I mean, because it. It, there will be no point of doing it if she wasn't doing it. Um, well, when it's but that, yeah. type, that type of a race
1: and you're looking at your competitor saying, uh, she doesn't have a meet and it's an extra month of prep. Yeah.
0: Like, no, exactly. And just um, like psychologically – is, is it tough to keep getting up
2: like that? Is it tough to like, is it draining or how does it feel? It is very draining. Yeah. There's a lot of highs and lows. Mm-hmm. So like worlds, you, you go to this big high and after you compete, it's like a, a very big low. And then, you you know, you kind of work yourself back up for nationals. Huge high. I won. So it's a big high and then it is a very big low. It's like, okay, now we got to do it all over again. Yeah. It's tough to become the cause, mountain. Because like once you win, it's awesome. But that's in the past. Yeah. That's in the past. You know, like come next week, it's gonna be a whole new storyline. That's you know what I mean. Yeah, like it's it's not gonna matter what I did in 2018 World Nationals. Yeah, you know it's gonna be the the Arnold Grand Prix, and what did you do there? And how did you improve from last year? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's it's just this constant cycle, and it's it's tough. I'm not gonna lie, it's tough. It's
0: that's where I can I can see how, um, and it's exactly it where you you put you almost expose yourself you're almost vulnerable after you win you could be like look let me step back I've, whatever happens to arnold's because i won i'm still going to be number 1 in the us regardless when you hop in here you're like shit man i'm throwing myself in, in harm's way but it also shows a lot of you know security and confidence in yourself and for someone who's trying to gain experience like that you just keep piling on more and more experience right but uh, it is—it's difficult. Like I can understand where maybe a Russell or he would would step back and
2: the nah, it's tough. It's a tough. It's stand. tough. Like, the more I do it, the more respect I have for Jen. Like being a being a young lifter and a new lifter, I didn't fully grasp what she has done. The more I do it and experience it, like ten years doing this, it's nuts. every year for yeah. ten yeah. years, multiple yeah, year. meets, and that's- nationals, raw nationals, worlds, yeah, bench 10 years of this it, being number one and like still improving like that. Like, you know, people don't realize how
1: amazing that is. Well, that it's not <laughs> what you just said. And it's, it's, it's all of that and, and never losing. Right. You know what <laughs> so, I mean? Like it's, it's not coming in. I'm tired. I had a bad day. It's I'm on point every single time. She like, actually
0: spoke to, she said, um, you know, she released a post afterwards when she finally lost 10 years and finally lost. And she said, I me mean, be honest. To an extent, it's a relief to not have like, Mm-mm. like she just wouldn't lose. You know, she just couldn't lose. And she said like, it's almost like having that, you know, carrying that around the pressure. Um, and she, she didn't, she never shied away. Like she do like Arlo Classic Worlds, Raw world yeah. Nationals. It was like, like for ten years straight. It's all, and people keep saying how much longer can it go? The dynasty. You know, is she gonna make ten years, a decade straight of dominance? Yada yada. And she said, honestly, to an extent, um, to be able to like, get that pressure off and, and let somebody else let somebody else have the shine, but also someone else is going to deal with these things. And she could kind of work now in almost an underdog state, which is weird to say about Jen Thompson.
1: But the, the thing is, too, is that that, that pressure is not only that. It's not just going in and winning in competitions. You are the representative in your weight class for your country. And that's the pressure, I think. Like, there's a big at part of At the world, yeah. At that. But doing it year after year after year, you're, yeah, you're yeah. coming in to win. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're, it's not just a, a self, I want to get the gold. You're there to represent a team sport, team points for your it's, country. Like, Do you feel like the but Arnold Classic... you also want the gold. There's it, not,
0: <laughs> do you feel like Arnold Classic is a little less pressure because, yeah, it's not nation. It's not nation versus nation. You're... Because you're, here it is. In terms of the Arnold Classic, for sure you want to win. But... um. I know as a fan myself, we talk about it, how it's almost like the NBA All-Star team, All-Star game where, look, your ticket to the World Championships is already punched. You're, you're, um, you're not representing your nation, so you're not losing points for your nation, whatever. You can go Yolo and say, fuck it. Like, if you lost there, no one's like, oh, shit, what does it mean? What does it mean? It means she went nuts on, like, like Russell Orie, if he was going. He could try that 700 squat and be like, Wow, well, shit, I don't need three for three to build the total because who cares? It's almost like the All-Star game where all the All-Stars are there, but nothing's really at stake because you you made the national team. Um, you know, your your nation's not losing points. So in terms of pressure, you can almost alleviate a little bit. Or do, are you like,
2: nah. Not really. <laughs> no, no, no. The pressure, there is no pressure. However the ego is still intact. Yeah. Like, we, we're in this for bragging rights. Like, is who is the best? Yeah. Like, and so like the so meet we're it. doing next weekend is the Grand Prix. And it's based off of IPF points. Yeah. You know? So, like, who is the best lifter in the U.S. right now? Yeah. That meet will determine that. It's So, true. no, there's no pressure. <laughs> but,
0: that's true. You know, true. like,
2: it's a, it's no one's going to go there and bring their C game in a, front it's... of the entire Or no
1: expo. It's a different kind of W on that one because of the point scale, right? Like you're you're the, you're, you're going against everyone from 84 down. Like it's, it's that weight class thing is, is,
0: and the, I mean, that, that's a pretty stacked lineup. What you said. What do you think about this new formula? I, I, I punched it. I looked at, um, like I know for in the men's, for instance, the heavyweights are way the hell down. Um, and you know, 83 to 93, 74 kilo boys, like the middle of the pack, fellas, weigh the hell up. So I think in, in the way it works, in terms of like talent pool, you know, the the class that has the most talent pool, the most individuals, it's going to be the deepest, it's going to be the hardest to win. Ooh. For the men, most people walking the earth are going to float around 180 to 200 pound range. So that makes sense. And in terms of the women, I think you are right banging the toughest the vision. Right. And statistically speaking, when we look at it, it would it, it sure was hell would look like it. Um, I haven't tinkered with the new formula. Does it does it actually represent that? Do the winners of the sixty-three kilo class are they leading the pack with the new formula?
2: So right now the eighty-four kilo girls are. Oh wow. Yeah. So that's different. It is different. Because you would
0: think, just like with the men, there are far fewer Women who are going to be on the top end or low end for that matter So to get to the top and that doesn't mean look at Amanda Lawrence is doing shit. That's absolutely insane right now, but um, Yeah, it would it, the talent pools way less deep than
2: mid-range I mean, yes, but you also have Daniela and Amanda that yeah. are the cohorts for that yeah. class, you know, they are outliers outliers for sure You know, that's so I is. don't I, I yeah. don't disagree with where they're standing Mm-hmm. I think Daniela's one, Amanda's two I think Jen is three Ken Thompson. so I don't yeah. I don't disagree with that. Do you think and,
0: it, it, talking about maillors do you think she's gonna hit a 600 squad between, between me you
2: and everyone listening? <laughs> <laughs> she, she she has the potential yes yeah I, if, I, if I had to put money on her or Daniella, I think I' would always put my money on Daniella. Oh Just wow! Really? She seems like she seems like a smart, smarter lifter. Yeah. And the, she seems- the, she, exec- she execute better. Uh, I think Amanda has more raw talent, and once she develops that raw talent with the full package, and can bring the full package, she's gonna be a force to be reckoned with. But I think she still have a lot of growing to do. My personal opinion is, if she's got a
1: good handler and she listens, I think she's gonna beat her. I, th- I, th- yeah. I think I think I'm, I think Amanda's gonna win personally. I, th- I think if she's. I, I think right now I just think Danielle. She took a little time off, and I think it's gonna it's gonna wear on her on this one.
0: I think so. Like Danielle, first off, I think is absolute phenomenal talent. Okay, so let's take. Like, when she won the 2017 Worlds in Belarus, I I was a commentator. And I was like, she was a junior winning the Open. And I was like, she's like, you know, the next big thing. Welcome to the Daniela Mello era type deal. Um, So I take nothing away from her. And then, then obviously, she beat uh, Amanda Lawrence at the Raw Nationals. But since Raw Nationals, it has been like, every week, it's just been insane what Amanda Lawrence is. I can't, like, she takes 550 for triples on squat.
2: And it's she's crazy. <laughs> okay. What? What yeah. the fuck? That doesn't I, make I agree. I agree with Randy. If she if she stays in the pocket and do five percent less than she thinks she can do, yes. Oh, she's gonna have a killer. Yes. Seat. Yes. You know what I mean? That's what it is. And and that's when I say like the the package and yeah. the mindset. Like if she just do five percent less than what she thinks. Yes. I agree. She's going to have an awesome meet. She just, and no one can take that away from if her. If she sits
1: down and lets somebody just say to her, this is what you're doing based on that one, based on that one, whatever yeah. else, I, I I, think she, it'll be a clear win. If it, not, I, yeah. think, I think she's going to drop third attempts real bad and she's going to leave herself open.
0: She has to do, like, because of squats, how she's going to build a total, she needs three for three on squats. I don't. I think we'd all agree, look, you squats are a thing. You need three for three. So it's, it's, it's nice to be like, Oh, imagine a 600 squat, be the first woman in 84 kilo hit 600 squat. I get it. But if you miss that and we're going on your second best squat towards your total now, and second, it could be you. Yeah. And it's like, that is a massive hole to dig yourself out of. Um, whereas so it's going to be, it's going to be tough. And yeah. I think if so, she comes to the table and said, and it's someone like Matt Gary and says, let me see all your videos. Where's your highest, like what's your heaviest squat? What was your body weight? Like, where are you cutting water? These are factors. And then exactly like you said, all right, you're thinking here, I'm gonna drop that bad boy by 10%. I know you'll get it. You'll go three for three and that might be enough. Um, She doesn't post a lot of bench. So it's hard, right? Like it's, people are very, you know, you post your best lifts. Also when she she deadlifts, constantly deadlifting straps, and that bad boy is right on the tips of her fingers. She's pulled 600 like that, but it's right on the tips of her fingers like that bad boy's not staying in the grip. So it's, you You don't really know yet, right? I don't, I'm not right. sure, but I'm excited. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> she's, she has a lot of attention, and, and it's good for the sport. So hopefully she brings it all together.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think... Um, in terms of uh, the biggest question mark around anybody, it's going to be Amanda Lawrence. I think we'll have a better idea of what kind of package she's bringing to the table uh, at the Arnold Classic. So, so with the new
1: IPF formula, how close are you? Like, I think I'm
2: like fifth right now. I think I am
1: ranked
2: fifth. Fifth on, but you got you got more gas in that tank. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah. I'm not gonna have a true opinion about it until after the Arnolds and really see how it. Cause, cause if you're yeah. still,
0: you're still fifth afterwards, then we'll say it's bullshit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Then you're like, right, I changed my mind. That's bullshit. <laughs> I changed my mind. Other record. And then looking at the world championships, um, heading into Sweden. Are you excited about like you, like you and Jen won't be able to get away from each other. This is, this is the new Kristen Dunsmore. Right?
2: Uh, if, if I just skip the Arnold and just go straight to worlds, I would like, Right now, the owners is like a pit stop. Is an inconvenience in the schedule, but it has to get done. Yeah. But I'm, I'm really looking forward to Worlds. And are you
0: feeling like, um, and maybe it's too soon to even ask this, um, but I'll shoot it out there. Are you feeling it once again like you're in pole position and uh, it into these Worlds in 2019 is where that officially, like we've seen on a national level, but at a world level, that baton's going to get passed, that torch is going to get passed,
2: a new a new woman is going to sit on the crown at sixty three kilo. Yeah. So r- right now in my head I'm still second, right? Because my goal is to win worlds. Like yeah. winning nationals is cool, but yes, yeah, that's 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 past. Like we still have to win worlds. Yeah. Like you know, and we still have to win worlds, and also you don't, because you can't take down a legend with just one win. No. You know, everyone has their day. Yeah. Fair But you know, but if they lose two, twice or three times, then you could say. You, yeah, you have taken her down. Yeah. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna give Jen her respect, you know, and say we could we could wait until Worlds before we could decide that. That's not, you know what? Uh, that's but, but but
1: that rivalry too is is the push. I mean, you're so yeah. close to each other. It's it's such a great thing to have because you know every time you compete, you're going against number one, number two in nationals, worlds. Like you are gonna you're gonna step in, and it's not like I won. I can back off a little bit because I mean you don't know she keeps gaining those little bits. Like she, it, she's that person that you know you too. know coming in that if you're not
0: on your game, that's it. What like, what does it mean to you to have like Jen Thompson as your rival now and to be able to be in the pocket like this cuz honestly, you could be in almost any other weight class. Even like for instance, Amanda Lawrence, Daniela Metal, great rivalry, but neither one of those in terms of resume can stack up to Jen Thompson. And I'll be honest with you, I don't think there's a woman alive who stacks up to her resume. Like when you look back and it's and people say, who did you have who were you but like Andre Agassi and Pete Sampras rivalry with? You got Jan Thompson as a dance partner. And and thats that's it. No one's gonna say, well, who, was right. was your 63 kilo kilo class really that stacked when you were winning? And you'd be Just, like, it's, Yeah, yeah, you, you know?
2: I love it. What I, mean, it, it means. I love does it mean? it means a lot? It, it, it definitely makes things way more uh, rewarding mm-hmm. to have her as my barbary. Well, it's, yeah, yes. it's phenomenal
1: for the sport as weight classes start to level out a little bit more now, where you're seeing that where there's not just that outlier, that one standout yeah. athlete who's just destroying. I mean, like you said, 2017 was, was Daniela, and now mm-hmm. you're seeing Amanda coming into that. And, and when you, I remember you commentating and saying, this is the era. Yeah, it, you know we didn't. No one looked at her and thought she's going to ever have somebody's going to have a chance of beating her anytime soon. She was nineteen when an open world record. Like, yeah, and now you're seeing someone who's stepping in there and potentially could take that away from her. A yeah. year, just a year later. Like and
0: in in terms of viewership, um, and I'll tell you something else that makes it extra special. Not only do you have a rival that is an all time great, not just like someone else, but an all time great, which helps boost yourself and your recognition as well. But it's an, it's honestly. The best, like I for like the last few years, I just want to see sixty three kilos. You know, I want to see sixty three kilo women. This, it's like I, I don't want to watch a basketball game where the other team is up forty points by halftime, and that's a wrap. Like that's that's not that's a sports. Nobody wants to see that. You guys rock and roll, right to the last deadlift. And when you're appreciative of the sport, you know, when you talked about body weight. Even that,
1: it's it's still strategy. That's what people don't understand. Like to win on that is like for me, I'm, I'm appreciative of it. It's like. Wow, you won on body weight like an ounce. Like that's yeah. nuts. Like <laughs> it's, like, it's, like how much closer is that? You know, that's yeah. that's that's like two heavyweight boxers getting knocked out
0: at the same punch. You know what it's, I mean? Like it's it's right there. It's 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 better only if nothing else because everyone watching is like, holy shit, it's tight. Right. Like um, I know what you mean where like you know just a total knockout where it's like I just destroyed everybody by twenty kilo. But when that starts happening, and it might down the road. Um, it's, you know, it's way better for the viewers, excitement preview shows. We, on the preview show, you'll notice we'll go division by division and and we'll be like, well, that person's got this one. Everyone agree. Yeah, let's move on. And then, you (laughs) know, like that, where when you're in the division where we're like, we're going to talk about this for like 20 minutes. You know, we're going we're gonna to dissect this for like 20 minutes. And we're all debating, wow, what if this happens? That's the good shit. It's hard to be in there because it's stressful. Like, holy shit, when you're in the pocket. But when you look back, whew, this is the golden era for 63 Kilo
1: And it's even hard for us because we get biased too from the interviews, watching different people, stuff like that. We try to stay as tight to that as watching, but it's, sometimes we get biased with it with those things. It's tough.
0: Yeah, it's tough for sure. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, we're closing in on an hour. And um, I know I don't want to dive too much into the world championships because that that Arnold Classic is is got it. We'll, we'll know more after the Arnold Classic. I would love to have you back on, um, maybe leading into the world championships if your if your schedule's free, and we and then we see the roster and see who's all signed up. I don't think Isabella's coming back, but she. It'd be nice if to have right.
1: her. It'd be nice to have her on after the Arnold to dissect what happened, what she saw, who was there.
0: Yeah, for sure, and like. After Arnold's, before yeah. Worlds, maybe we'll pinpoint it when the roster for Worlds is up so we can look back at Arnold's, look ahead at Worlds, and we'll do that with probably a lot of the people. And then um, and then belt off these preview shows. But is there, um, just for everyone listening, how can people reach
2: you if they want to follow your journey? So reach me on Instagram, sam.s.calhoun, C-A-L-H-O-U-N. And, um, do you, do, and you do coaching as well? I do um, coaching as well, samstrong500.com. There we go. And uh, yes. online coaching,
0: meet day handling, the whole nine available? Yep. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And is there any sponsors or
2: anybody you want to thank as well? So SVD and LiftBig.com.
0: There we go, Sam. Listen, thank you. Oh, congratulations, too. I know you got engaged. Um, oh, r- thank you. Roughly same time I did too. Then, yeah, yeah, and big, you're already, you're already married. I've already I already sealed the deal. Yeah, yeah, before she had second thoughts, I just lock it up. But uh, big year for you, so congratulations. Yes. Uh, thank good you. Good luck. Good luck with training, and we'll keep in touch.
2: All right, guys.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Yeah,
0: I mean, I. Uh, it's interesting, you know. And I honestly do believe that like, she's right. She's like you're a big JT fan, and I am. But I also. Um, you know, I see the momentum with Sam, you know, it's, uh, it's, well, it's, we, nobody's ever doubted
1: what Sam can do, and I mean, it was, I think it was just a matter of time, and it's, it's not to take down Jen in any way, but, but, you can. but it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it be it's, hard to do that, it's, it's to figure her down, I mean, it's not, it by any means to say anything bad, it's just that I think it was, uh, it's, it's, it's running its course, like, you know what I mean, like, there's only so much she can keep adding, and Sam just had that momentum, and she had that drive to keep going, and she was so close each time that it was it was kind of destined, not destined, but she she put herself in that position. I well, mean,
0: sports in general, if you watch it like a, if you watch any sport long enough, eventually there has to be a training training the point. Well, we talk- just don't know
1: when. We were talking about like missing the attempts and stuff, and missing that third squat, but she hit that that third deadlift, which just put her in a position for the next time she lifts to know. Okay, I got that. How much more do I have? You know, like it's, it's 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 putting
0: that that just putting those kilos on the bar, and and putting that experience also for you mentally. You know, like as as a as an athlete, you start growing mentally, knowing I I do have those extra kilos. I do have because you don't when when you're game, when you're on the upper you don't know exactly where you stack up. Yeah. for sure, until you're in it, and you don't know until
1: I mean, especially being a polar, your third attempt, like. She has the ability to pull. I mean, that's that's always the touch and go. I mean, you can be a big puller, but do you have the those some of those YOLO pulls in the end to win? Do you have enough to and, pull something that even you're you're going to be skeptic that you can do?
0: And here's here's another thing too, which Sam said that I think is a valid point. Previously, she could have pulled for the win. It would have been a YOLO pull that was almost it, it's unrealistic. It's a throwaway. Like, is she's like honestly? It could be like, throwing it on there, a YOLO pull it. It's honestly that where You know some people throw it on, it's like, you're not gonna budget. I've seen it a million times. Now, because she's improved physically on her deadlift and stronger, and she's closed the gap enough, it's no longer a YOLO pull, so to speak, where you just kind of, you, you know someone walks up there, gives a couple tugs, waves the crowd, thank you, I gave it, uh, gave it a go. It's, she's physically strong enough that, oh no, 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 um, five kilo, 10, she's within enough kilo now, her subtotal, it's right there. Well, it's it's one of
1: those things, like I said, is that you know, people she said people were messaging her saying, you know, why the hell didn't you go for the win? Whatever else. So to me it set her all it set her up for her win because if she had to miss a miss at YOLO pole or went for a couple kilos more and missed it, confidence wise, she hit that third pole. She knew what she had. She knew she could go further or potentially go further. Like after
0: having pulled it. After yeah.
1: pulled it on that on the, on that. So I mean it's I think I think it's just was progress. Like, it was progression it into what she, what she
0: has what to. I just want to make a distinction. I don't think it would have been a YOLO pull. Like, I'm saying YOLO pull is, it's honestly, no, no. No. 95% of the time, it's not there. It would take almost a miracle. Where I think, and that's what she was saying is, previously, it would have been YOLO pulls for me to pull the furlough because I wasn't there. So, I think the confidence where she walks up to those deads is, is this a YOLO? Am I honestly just doing it? Or, after that, she found out that last dead at the Worlds, she found out, these aren't YOLOs anymore. But it's like these she, are actually I'm I'm there. But she I can do it. She also said she as much happen. as
1: everyone said her second attempt was easy, she goes, I had to pull for yeah. it. So and being the lifter, I mean it's something we talk about, is that uh, what it looks like and what it feels like are two fucking totally different things. Agreed. I mean I've seen people put up lifts that look like the easy as hell. Yeah. And they'll come out of it and you know they they're, they're face down on the floor afterwards. Yeah. Like it's it's and let and
0: let me also make it even more complicated situation, more convoluted situation. Um, and when she experienced this and found out, so the second dead was work. It was hard, and so she's thinking, you know what? I don't, I don't have the pull for the win today. Let me walk away with the world record, and that's, and that's good. That's that's the greatest deadlifter of all time. Because the second was hard. It's not there. Trust me. Pulled the third, and it was, it was easy, smooth. And easy is not the word I should use, but smooth. In terms of the second to third, sometimes the third even moves better because you're more amped up, and you're like, holy smokes. So, but let me, let me make it even harder, sometimes it's not. Sometimes the second is a good indication you're nearing the end, sometimes it's not. Sometimes the second was just, when the third comes, it's there. And it's not just lifter to lifter, because the same lifter could experience two different situations. Yep. It's, it's so, that's why I don't blame her, to be like, fuck man, I'm working with so many variables. Easy to be the armchair quarterback after the fact, right? But um, she's learning as it goes, and and the more also the more resume you have. And Jen was kind of speaking this where, if your resume is more and more stacked, well, I don't need to. You 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 can possibly lose your silver if you pull for the win. Jen's like, you know how many medals I have. I give a fuck about a silver at this point. Pull for the win each and every time. I got I got so Jen's got everything. She can risk it all. She could quit today and she's the goat. Yeah. So and now Sam Calhoun, the more she stacks her resume. It's it's not like well if you if you pull for the win you're giving up the world record so and the greatest deadlifter of all time in the 63 kilo class so if you pull for the win and miss you also miss the distinction of the greatest 63 kilo deadlifter of all time which means you've given up a hell of a lot and you're coming in second she would I think she would have still been second but that the world record and the distinction that so but the now that she already has it and her resume grows. She's not risking as much pulling for the win, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, it also being a nine for nine lifter on the on the constant, if you're missing you go seven for nine that day, it's gonna fuck you up a little yeah. bit. Like you're yeah. gonna you're gonna have some confidence issues for a little bit until you get that, you know, under your belt. Get that get that bitch put to bed and be done. Like you, it's gonna be hard.
0: And now she knows. Now she knows that's another thing. It's, it's more experience where at that level, like I'm sure she doesn't go nine for nine every meet, but it's probably local levels. At the national world stage, she had been so flawless in terms of nine for nines. Now she knows, though, which Jen knows for years, I can miss and come back and win. And you only know that by doing it. And now she knows, you know, it's okay. It's not over. I missed one. It ain't over yet. Let's see how this. Let's see how this goes. And you can, you gotta go through these experiences.
1: Yeah, like we were talking about, you know, that's that weight class being stacked. It's it's what I like seeing now is that each weight class is starting to level out some more now. Like, and you're seeing competitors. Maybe it's only one or two. Like I said about the uh, 84, like Daniela and, and, and Amanda, like it's, it's nice to see that competition. Whoever wins, whatever. It's, it's not a big deal, but just the fact that you have something to watch now. It's not just a blowout. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's not an absolute destruction of somebody walking through it. Uh, I, tell,
0: man, I, I tell you what, to, to that point, 63 kilo women's has been so consistent every year. It's probably um, the number one consistent when someone asks, what are you most excited for? 63 kilo women is either number one or tied, depending on what on any given year is going on in another weight class. But I'm almost guaranteed that's that's one of the well, ones. I'm right, like, especially
1: right now. And I mean, it's not even Worlds. Like, like I would say the 63 Raw Nationals for US is, is one of my favorite to watch. Oh, right hell now. yeah. And then, but the thing is, when we talk about level of weight classes, like I think um, 83 kg guys this year in the Worlds is, is going to be something to watch. it would be is, good.
0: Um... But 83 kilo, in my estimation, is more a two-man showdown, which I love showdowns. I'm not against that. But the only thing with the showdown, if one guy falters and falls behind, the story is almost a wrap in terms of viewing. Whereas um, when the competition is thicker, like 105 men, one guy could falter, like Becky, which you know one saw coming, but everyone else is so deep, it, it, the show's still super exciting and it doesn't diminish. Uh, and I believe that's the case with 63 kilo women as well, where... It isn't a one-on-one showdown. One one person falters, well, guess top five down, top five up. Sorry, all of those people in top five. The show is still gonna be deep to the end. Eighty-three kilo men, it's good, and I'm not saying it's not deep, but I don't see at the
1: world's. I just the thing I like about it is that you have your standouts like sixty-three or whatever. But at any given point, it's not like any of that competition couldn't win. They could just be that much better. You know, for sixty-three I mean? kilos. Sixty-three, and I think yeah. that's that's where you're oh, starting to see you, more in the sport. Like you said, you'll have that rivalry, but I think there's those people that are sitting there that are just waiting. Like, Listen, it's let, the let's train be
0: honest. Let's be honest. Marie T, like she had said, Marie T hit all three squats. I tell you what, like Jen and Sam are are, are going battling it out. They start missing lifts because they're pushing each other to the limit. And and when you get pushed to the limit, you got to load that bar. You you fuck up a couple times, and Marie T stays in the pocket. That's hers. Marie T is that good. Yes, she is that good. She can squat into the 400s as a 63 kilo deadlift well into the 400s and benching well into the twos. She, if she doesn't miss, Marie T's chair. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, um yeah, like 63 kilo, and that's not even to say everyone else in the world. Horn 2017 did win. You know, it, it is that. So uh, that's why I'm, for right now, 63 kilo, you know, and, if, and and look at Amanda Lawrence came out of nowhere, and we know for fact the majority of women walking this earth, once they start lifting weights and put on a little muscle, will just naturally end up in 63 kilo. And, then, and, so, and that's just fact. Talent pool is going to be deeper in that division. Next year, two years, who the fuck knows? If yeah. there's another Amanda Lawrence walking around, that just walks in and be like, hey, I used to do this sport. I'm done with that. And let me try this now. And whoa. Because the majority of people walking that earth, who are women, are going to fall into it. Yeah. So it's dangerous. Sam, Sam's dealing with Jen now. And Jen's dealing with Sam now, and Maria and everyone else. In two years, the whole thing could be shaken up, you know. So, because um, Sam's just been doing this for a hot minute, but a few years ago we were t- talking about Sam and, and uh, goat like Jen Thompson toe to toe. A few years later, yeah. told total different story. So
1: I think I think this one on the world's too, and it's just for my own sake. I want to watch is uh, the one twenty plus guys. I am excited to watch it.
0: <laughs> I say okay, So LS mentioned. He wasn't super hot with, uh, you know, the, the call-out by Luke Richardson. He's like, I don't know if I like those call-outs, whatever. I like it. I think it brings, because he's not being, dis- he, he was saying about, you know, you got to be respectful for the man who's in the place. But I don't, it's not disrespectful. He doesn't, he's not taking shots. It's purely sporting. And he wasn't, he's just saying, I'm coming. I'm coming. And I don't mind Look at man, I want excitement. I want people to have Holy boy, he
1: he's listen. The guy builds his own hype. I think he's great for the sport, and by yeah. no means is he ignorant. You know what I mean? Like, no. Like him and him and Pablo have a have a great rivalry. I mean, they they were you know playing back and forth, but when it came game day, they took pictures together. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? It's not like they're they're being ignorant, but it's the sport needs rivalry, and yeah. and uh, I mean nobody like we talked with this sport. No one's going to take away what Ray did. No. Or what Ray does. You can't. You know what I mean? Not to say he did what he does, yeah. but. The fact of having a just a young buck standing on there, and I mean, what, staring him down, man. What's, it, what's the worst thing that happened? Ray gets pushed to do a bigger squat. Yeah, Ray gets good. pushed to do a bigger deadlift. Like, what, what's he, another big thing? People yeah, actually like, give a fuck and actually tune in. Like he's good. Be, he's becoming like that. He gets pushed to do be the best he can be. Like he need without that rivalry. Not that Ray takes time off or Ray isn't working. You know what I mean, but. It's that couple extra kilos he may get pushed to do that gives mm-hmm. his total just something that nobody will ever see. Or mm-hmm. or he finally gets dethroned by a young kid who is doing phenomenal things. Like, you like, eat- like like no, you can't take away from Luke. Or Pablo,
0: man. They're both of yeah. them. Pablo's right in there. Um, and then Jez is back, yeah. which is uber exciting because Jez can front squat for 40 kilo, 400 kilo, which is 881 pounds. Yeah. That's stupid. And then um, <laughs> Kelly, obviously Kelly's over the thousand uh, kilo total benches in the 600s and you know any given day like he's chasing that thousand pounds upon himself so the division we just like we just talking about why I love the 63 kilo this is why you need guys like Luke Richardson there and this is why yeah I want him to hype this up I want him to be like I'm coming for you I'm coming from number one I love that shit myself and um as long as he's not trolling He's not a troll. There's a distinct distinction between... Oh, yeah. Like being, it. being confident and calling it out and being a troll and actually, you know, being on someone's comments and talking shit. Some the, people don't get it. He's also a kid. He is a kid still.
1: You know what I mean? Like, he's a, he's he's... Very mature for his age. I don't care his, if he's thirty-two. I still love it though. I know, but, I, 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 but this but isn't what, me but, giving a pass. But this is him giving some excitement. You know, he yeah. is excited to step into world okay, yeah, worlds against the world's best. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, and he should be. Yeah, yeah, He's a you. young guy coming into this, and and it's it's going against people that have been around the block, like have yeah. stepped into this over and over. And he's a young guy that potentially, he's there. Like he yeah. can, if I don't know, everything I have not seen this kid do anything but an RPA yet. Like yeah. this is what I I've said before. I want to see him go against. Someone like Ray, where he has to—he he, will—he's gonna load that fucking bar, like, and maybe he might miss a lift for the first time ever. It, not that I wish that upon him, but he's gonna. He, Ray will push his limits. There is yeah. no doubt. Like he is gonna push
0: to the max to see what he's got, and hopefully, vice versa. Hopefully, we save Ray. You know what? Like Ray, previously on an off day, couldn't be beat. You know, Ray with one squat. Ray with one, like you know, he, he could go three for nine and fucking win, which which isn't good for for viewing and, and, and um, entertainment value. And it's okay to have, like, I want to see people just like it, throw enough people at him where it's tight enough. And like we just said, any given day. Yeah, you know? because he's going to get pushed on different limits. You got two
1: young kids that can he's a monster deadlifts. Yeah. You got. And Pavel's massive. Yeah, Bob. Pa- looks like a comic book hero. Yeah. Like he's he's just that yeah. big. Like his his body proportions are enormous. Yeah. Um, he's got a hell of a future. And then you got, I mean, where's your ego at when you're coming in? Like Ray has the biggest squat. Jezza, which I've been wanting for years to do, like the last one of the last ones, the Oceana I've seen of Jezza. like he had a great day that day,
0: and most of his lifts look, looked like eight, eight for. If 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 Ray has a bad day and only goes four for the squat, Jezza goes three for three. Jezza will out squat Ray. He's he's in the th- he's in the thousand pound club as well. Already officially, like he's been squatting a thousand pounds for a couple of years now. So Jezza can squat over G, and so if it can happen, like well, you, you can see, see this is he's, he's he
1: has taken him on, uh, I when he did the OC honor for the same year, his squat was bigger than Ray's. Reyes had missed on depth, <laughs> and he had actually beaten him, I think, by like two and a half kilos or something right. on that squat. It's there, I mean, that guy he hits has a good day and hits, so he's, he's a monster, like, yeah. but, um. Yeah, it's just going to be interesting. Like I said, ego wise, it, it could catch him because it depends if Ray stays in the pocket. You got a guy like, does he take my fucking world record squad? Because you know, that's what he's known for. He's, yeah. he's a, it's not the name of his lifts or anything like that, but he's known for that monstrosity squad. And you got a guy that walks in and takes it. Do I chase it? Or do I get to watch these two young guys who are yeah. kind of dead like a.
0: And that's what I want to see. You want, in terms of viewership, okay, Ray, Jezza just took your world record squad. Do you gamble to go for PR and up it on your third squat when Jezza might be like, you know, I'm forcing your hand in squats, but like you just said, these other young men aren't even going to try to threaten for squats. They're looking at total. Now you're in a bit of a conundrum. Now you're like, am I which way am I going here? Do, you know it's, it, And I want to, viewing-wise, see him in uncomfortable positions. Not anything against Ray, but for viewing, fuck, man, I need some drama. Now we have it. That's why I'm excited. That's why I'm like, man, the 120s is hot again, you know. And then throw in Kelly, who again, if Kelly goes three, so last world, Ray had a bad squat day. The problem is, so did Kelly, um, if Kelly hit and Ray missed, it would have been different. It could have been, it could have been a lot closer because Kelly can out bench Ray. Yeah. So if Kelly hit all three squats, Ray had a bad day, and then Kelly out benched Ray, leading into deads. I think Ray will always be able to pull for the win. He just got too big of a gap over Kelly with deads. But at least leading into, we're we're like, oh shit, wow. Ray's gonna have to pull from behind for the win. I think he'll do it, but he could. Like you need these. Is what I'm saying. You need the. You need these scenarios. But you get these two kids that are in the thousand kilo club. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like
1: they're, they're, It's not like they're way out there. No. And, and it's. A and same, the progress they made. This is what I'm saying. It's no different than the, the the conversation we just had, Sam. The progression, right? Yeah. Like, they are not slowing down. No. Like, like every time Luke and Pablo step on that platform. My it friend. Is,
0: it is gains. My friend, from the worlds to the Europeans, I believe. Um, Luke Richardson put on like seventy kilo on his total. Now he's in the seventy or one thousand kilo club, and he looked like he had room to spare. He just wanted to win on body weight, like Sam was saying. So, an if, 8 Yeah. So if we're talking, if we're talking, and he has more time to Worlds, seventy to one hundred kilo, he's right there, my friend. We're there. You know, so and he knows that. Yeah. I mean, if you like, I get we
1: talk about what it feels like and stuff like that. I'm sure he's looked back and said, you know, those felt pretty heavy when I did it that day. But if you go back and look at his videos, it's just yeah. it, it's when he hits stuff. It's like fuck, that's clean. It's it's kind of for kinda a like, kid his size, like everything is so like depth. Everything is there, like it's it's
0: so clean. If it's it's kind of like Sam said, where, you know, whatever the second feels like, and I and I I, I agree, it probably would feel heavy if we load it up. And you need it. The third might feel better, than even the second. And with Luke, I feel like the way he's playing with these weights, I'm sure they feel heavy, but he hasn't been press pressed. pressed. Um, I think when he's press pressed, and they have to load because he's a deader, which is going to help him. It's going to help him because you want to. You're going to have to pull for podium, pull for different wins. I think if they load it and they make the decision to load it, I, I, I don't. I want and, he, and I actually see Luke fight for a dead. God knows what he's
1: going to pull. But you look at, too, like, Pablo. Like, when he when he, he lost on grip, I firmly believe that kid could have pulled that weight. It just, he dropped it.
0: Yeah, I'm not looking past Pablo.
1: You, you know what I mean? Like, when he, if he gets a hold of that thing and there's no slip on that grip, like, I, I'm saying, I don't I'm think I'm not he's looking supposed, past Pablo. Yeah, like, because when it like I said, when that, that thing came off the ground, it's not like it was it was any kind of slow no, momentum. No, no. He just, I think he pulled it right out of his own damn hand.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm not looking past Pablo. He's a... Um, and I'm glad that Luke has Pablo. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm sure Luke is glad he has Pablo too. They need each other. You don't want to be alone at the top. Well, it
1: was funny when we did the interview with Luke. I remember <coughs> him saying that he just he felt he was so much surpassed Pablo at the time because Pablo had taken the, the, that meat off, and they're going and stuff now, and then when they go head-to-head, it's body weight they went on, and it was great to see Pablo stay in the box and keep going. Yeah. You know
0: what I mean? It's good. Yeah. It, it'll push Luke uh, moving forward because no matter who wins this world, I think we're all pretty sure... As we progress down the road, eventually, because Ray's quite a bit older, and these boys, these gentlemen are the next generation, unless Ray turns out to be like a Jen Thompson, and, and fuck, that's just tough luck for everyone else. Yeah. But he just never goes away. Um, but uh, if every dog has their day in the generation cycle, like most sports, Luke will need Pablo to make it interesting, and you need a rival. You need Pete, Sampras, Andre Agassi. You need Frazier Alley. You need Calhoun, Thompson, um, for anyone to give a fuck. Otherwise I'm not tuning in. And so far Pavel has been there and made the European Championship that showdown fun to watch and will continue to do so at the world's. But he has, he's also what I
1: like when he's giving people hope that there is a chance someone's gonna dethrone the 120 plus. That's what yeah. that's what he's doing right now. More yeah. than anything. He's he's living into his own hype, he's having some fun, he's a kid and he just
0: smashing he's he's the fuck out of stuff. When he when he when he's doing things like that, I don't take it as malicious or disrespectful. I take it as fun. Yeah. And I think Ray did too. Ray actually reposted. So I posted that in our Instagram story saying, hey, take a look at this. Ray reposted our, our Instagram story saying, take a look at this, blah, blah. And Ray was like, um, you know, he, he's having fun with it. He's not taking it as, I can't believe this young man, you know, disrespectful. Ray, Ray understands. He's like, he's having fun. We're, we're we're bringing a little bit of spice.
1: I like it too because it keeps it keeps Ray in one thing that he has to do is one that he can't yolo the fuck out of his squats because I mean like we said he could go three for nine and win yeah. fucking most days. He's gonna have to hit depth. Like if he's gonna go for him, so it's gonna keep him in his pocket. He can't go for that eleven hundred, you know, yeah, twelve hundred pound squat. Whatever yeah. the fuck he wants to go for, he's gonna have to keep it tight and he's gonna have to go deep because he gets called on one of those. It's a game changer.
0: Yeah, and it's good. It's a good thing for all of us. Good thing for Ray, even though it's more pressure. And it makes it stressful, but it's better in the long run when he looks back. Like during it, when you're hanging in the pocket, and there's all this pressure, all this stress, and you make one fuck up and someone else wins. That's tough. That's tough to deal with when you're sleeping at night knowing this. But when you look back 10 years from now, you'll be like, thank God, because people actually gave a shit. And I, gave, I'm, I was involved in a sporting memory that everyone's going to recall, as opposed to, you yeah, showed up, took your gold, peaced out.
1: Well, being, being the first person in the 1,000 pound raw squad, I think he's got, yeah. that, got that memory lost. Yeah, no, I, I'm. <laughs> I it, know what you mean, the rivalry yeah. and stuff, yeah. It's something you need, a sporting well, is Because he's already done a bunch of it barriers. Only, something, something 10, 20 years from now, we do a TBD repost and said, can you you guys remember this? You know. Yeah, yeah.
0: Jesus Christ, he's giving me chills. 20 years later, we're going to be repost Is Instagram still around in 20 years? Well, Who knows? Who the fudge knows, man? Will you still be alive? I don't know. Probably not. All right, we'll both be gone. I don't know who's going gonna to have to pass this whole fucking or- thing we got going. I'm going to, to my blood pressure while I be around in 20 years. I'll have like, to call up Sam Calhoun. She's in her 20s. we' be like, Sam, will you, will you, we're just looking at legacy wise here. Will you carry this on for us? Um, you know, find somebody who you can talk to. But anyways, um, as usual, hope you, hope you guys like the show. Uh, Sam Calhoun, she's a lion, man. Um, pay attention. If you're not already following her, start following her. Um just a technician with the squats, Deads, Bench. She's she's a heavy hitter in all three. Yeah. Um, and she's she might be a favorite leading into the world championships, despite Jen Thompson being the 63 kilo goat and the defending world champion. A lot of people will be looking at saying it's probably split pretty close, and that's just the way you like it. And uh, we're not gonna give too much ahead in terms of the worlds, because that preview's still to come. We got the Arnold Classic, and she's in the midst of a battle. And you want to watch the Arnold Classic because it's going to be a heavy tell what to expect at the Worlds. Do not miss the Arnold Classic because the rematch, or past rematch, the re-re-rematch is coming. Well,
1: what I think the most of the Arnold Classic, which can be interesting to see how the new IPF formula holds up. It really is. That's what I'm interested to see is after this is over with, how it really holds up against Mm. this.
0: Fair So, as usual, post, post this interview, um, post a, the post up into your Instagram stories. I'll repost it. Uh, tell your friends about it. Give us high shares. Give us high ratings. And um, because, man, this is, this is how we give our, our champions and future champions exposure. From Six Pack Labanette. Randy Cook. Peace.